0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a really special podcast. It's the Crypto Sky Joint Coin Boys podcast, but we're calling it the Crypto Sky Boys podcast. Watch up. It's the Coin Boys and of course, Sky with the Crypto Sky podcast. What's up, man? How's it going?
1: How's it going, guys? Uh, For all the Crypto Sky fans out there, this is Andy and Daniel. We're here with the Sky Boys podcast. Uh, You guys can go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. Yeah,
0: I'm Andy, uh, or on Twitter I'm producer BTW. I'm ho- co-host with with uh, this gentleman. I'm Daniel,
2: I am at d 84 on Twitter and on Instagram, mostly on Twitter. But,
0: uh, to put us together, we're the Coin Boys. Yes, you can follow us at the Coin Boys Podcast. We're strictly a podcast, and uh, we talk about uh, just like growth and adoption. We do interviews. Uh, we have fun too. We have some fun times, you know. So hopefully, this show, where I think there's going to be a l- some of that is included. Um, so yeah, man. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the... Yeah, the- do a little
2: bit of an introduction for our audience. Yeah,
0: I like this back and
1: forth. As to who you are. <laughs> yeah, so uh, obviously I'm CryptoSky. Started the podcast about four months ago, maybe a little over four now. Um, and it's, it's really taken off and I'm really, really enjoying it. I, I kind of got into crypto to maybe give myself a background more in the venture capital side of things, you know, hedge fund. Um, and I started creating content and really fell in love with it. So you know, I'm planning to continue to grow the podcast. I also, have some written com- uh, written content available and steam it in my website as well. I mainly do interviews with people in the crypto space. You know, some names would be you know Peter McCormick, Josh Auschwitz, um, you know Nita Coin, people in crypto Twitter, and then also people in the space. You know, Jamison Lops, another name. People are familiar with, um, and I really like to get to know, you know, what they think about the space, you know, how they are either trading, mining, you know, what their specialty is, and then also get to know the person, you know, behind the actual name and Twitter figures. So that's a little bit about my podcast.
0: Yeah, and I think we have uh, in common. Uh, we had Bitcoin Bella on recently, and you you had Bitcoin Bella on as well. Yeah, I love uh,
1: Bella. She's uh, she's an awesome lady. She's really cool. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, really
0: awesome. She's really awesome. You're gonna hear her name again later in the show, but we'll save that for the end. But um, right. uh, we're you know like you know I think I I saw I found you on Twitter. I think that's kind of how we were connected. Yep. I think actually someone was like these are, this is two of my favorite podcasts. And he like tweeted us out yeah. and, and we were in the same tweet and that's kind of how we connected. And that's great because we talk about that a lot. The crypto Twitter is a small world, but it's kind of growing. And you're a part of that. you you know, a lot of people, you know, the Satoshi droppers, I'm sure. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, we're really happy to do like kind of like a joint episode with, uh, another person that's kind of in the same medium as us, uh, uh, podcasting. And, and since it's only been four months, like, how how does it feel four months into to, to having a podcast?
1: Well, I honestly, you know, thought it would be a much slower process. Um, and I feel like that's kind of almost bragging, but I don't mean to brag in any way by that. I've just been, you know, very blessed, very lucky with the people I've, you know, gotten on the podcast. You know, they've shared it out. You know, they've helped build my community. And then everyone that's, you know, just been supporting me by listening, following on Twitter, you know, sharing it out. Um, it's really grown very quickly and it was a bit of a learning curve, you know, learning how to network with people, learning how to actually interview people, but I've really enjoyed it and I've really invested a lot of time into it and I'm really happy with where I am, you know, right now and just continue to, uh, plan on growing.
0: Nice, man. Yeah, no, same thing happened with us. Like we're, I think we're four months ahead of you. So we were like eight months ago, I think. Yeah, Yeah. It's about, and, and the reaction that we got from
2: crypto Twitter that Andy's been involved in—it's been insane. <laughs> yeah. I think
0: you know we went for a while. You know we we just stuck to our guns and like I think finally recently for the Coin Boys us specifically, we're feeling more engagement and we're feeling growth and I think a lot of people in Twitter are sharing the same sentiments with us and I know a lot of people we're all and you know I'm glad we can collab this way. Yeah. Um. So I think let's let's start some topics. I think, and I think since we already started the podcast topic, I want to lean into the main topic here, our first topic in this uh, uh, crypto skyboys. Do so you have a topic? Episode. Is it a yes. topic? it's coming. Making sure it's a topic. Okay, uh, making sure it's a topic. What is it like <laughs> podcasting in the? Here's the question. All right, All right. it's coming. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. What is it like <laughs> podcasting in the crypto space? I'm going to start with Daniel. Uh, podcasting
2: in the crypto space. Well, I had a, a with your uh, roommate. Mr. Uh, Nick Dosman, we uh, we had a, a oh, comedy. is? A comedy. Yeah, he's fine. A comedy uh, kind of crypto. Not even crypto. A comedy podcast where we just like yeah, we just talk about because we knew the future. No, because um, <laughs> uh, we we just wanted to talk about the news and stuff like that and, and get it off our chest. Um, but um, that kind of fell to the wayside because I ended up having a daughter and got had so much uh, stuff uh happen at one time and and um. I wanted a way to talk about crypto with somebody else that I that also knew about crypto and you, Mr. Andy, knew about it. So I um, I hit you up and I said, listen, I want to just kind of force myself to study each of these coins that I'm considering investing in. Do you want to do a podcast to kind of forces all this stuff, uh, all this up? And um, I didn't expect too much from it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but you had a huge a bigger vision, I feel, for for
0: for getting us out there. Yeah. And uh, I've just been enjoying this interesting ride ever since then. It's an interesting ride. Sky, what, what is it like? I mean, that's Daniel, that's more like how you got into it. But Sky, I'm going to ask you, like, let's talk about right now, just in this, you know, there's uh, there's plenty of other crypto podcasts out there. What's what's your opinion about the crypto podcasting space?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's it's been really interesting to kind of watch, you know, since starting. There weren't really a lot of crypto podcasts. I mean, the main ones to me were, were What Bitcoin Did, uh, the Crypto Street, you know, podcast. LedgerCast was obviously big. Um, and I've seen just kind of a lot more pop up recently. Obviously, you guys have been around, you know, for a while now, but I've seen a lot of maybe bigger figures in the space, you know, start to podcast a little, uh, you know, Luke Martin would be one you know korean jew trading i'm starting to see these guys you know start to interview some different people in the space you know start to podcast a little So it's been pretty interesting to just see the growth not only the crypto community but the specifically the crypto podcast community which has been really cool to see yeah
0: and i think i i think if i could give my opinion uh to round out the topic no We'll uh, continue on. Yes, uh, my opinion is is that I think podcasting in general is a really great outlet for any kind of genre, yeah. um, because it gives you an opportunity to listen to content without, you know, in places that you can't normally do it the way you want to. You can't sit on your computer in the car while you're driving, uh, checking charts and you know driving, but you can listen to a crypto centric podcast if you wanted to. And and get you to work, and then you can look at the charts at work or whatever you need to do, or your Binance wallet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, basically, I just think it's a great way to. I think audio is uh, thriving still, and the podcast space definitely needs crypto podcasts. But I'm not going to say that all of them are are giving you know the most positive content. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that's what yeah. I'm, I'm going to segue into, which well, is
2: well, real quickly. Uh, have yes. you have you guys noticed a lot of the other I'm pretty sure you guys listened to uh, to uh, crypto podcasts prior to sure. to this, and so since then I've noticed a lot of a lot a little less talking about HODL Lambo. I think I feel like the space has matured a little bit. Have you, have uh, you by a little bit? <laughs> by a little bit? By just a little bit? Let's yeah. What, what do you
0: thinking. think,
1: Sky? Yeah, I mean I think it's definitely matured. Um, You know, I don't know about the pace of the maturity, I think the pace of the actual market and the space is growing much more quickly than obviously the maturity level. But I think there's a lot of really quality, you know, mature content out there. I think you just have to be, uh, you just have to choose wisely, you know, who you're, who you're listening to and whose content you're actually taking in.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have a lot to say about that and, and that's what I, I want to segue into kind of the middle topic of the show. And that is FUD. And you guys, you know, what does FUD stand for, Daniel? Uh, uh, I forgot. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I like to say I forgot before I answer the um, question. So now that we're talking about, okay, so we're podcasters. We like podcasting in this space. But FUD is something we see in the space uh, in new, in form of news, on Reddit and comments, uh, on Twitter especially, with tweets, social media. And including content creators, meaning there are YouTubers that, you know, I can't tell you they're giving you the right information. I can't say they're giving you the wrong information. Yeah, That's not good because there's no (laughs) common ground. But what do you, Sky, what's your thought of all the FUD? We talked about Moon and Lambo, which is great and all, but what about the FUD out there that's forcing people to either buy things or maybe run away from things? What do you think of it all?
1: It's funny, you know, you mentioned YouTube. I've actually kind of stayed away from, uh, you know, the crypto crypto YouTube space, I was in it a bit um, early on. And it, it was just a little much for me, you know, click baiting, you know, all that, you know, obviously, the FUD and FOMO being spread, you know, buy this coin, it, will be $100 next <laughs> Ty year, Ty
0: Lopez, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just all that sort of kind of extra noise. Um, I like to cut out and stay away from but but as far as specifically fud i think that's really an interesting topic to kind of touch on i know there's been a figure in crypto twitter that's been spreading a lot of fud lately i won't name any names but um he he's just kind of attacks figures for maybe shilling a coin or you know doing um you know different things in the space which I just really think that's a lot of negative energy you know that us as traders, us as influencers and us as just people you know really don't need in their lives. You know everyone has stuff to deal with, um, so I just try to take more of a positive outlook and you know just spread positivity. I, I think the people spreading fud just need to shut it down and um, you know start spreading some more positivity. <laughs> Well, I will.
0: I, I think yeah. personally that I have seen less of it. Sort of. There. They, I think news articles are less clickbaity. Where yeah. where they actually are articles now. Some of them. Most of them. Because I'm giving you perspective of a long time in the space when there was no articles and far far and few between. And now now it's it's just slowing down. And and if you notice, news in 2017 was disrupting the market. Yeah. Like. Oh my God! There's rumors that Coinbase is putting, putting uh, Ripple. Guess what, everybody? And then I remember there was a beta. There was this fud video going around Twitter showing you uh, Ripple on Coinbase. They're like, "Look, the beta." I'm like, "Why is it what? in beta?" It's, yeah. I didn't. And un- I, I remember commenting on that tweet, and he's like, "No, look, it's real." I was like, "This is crazy." It's calmed down. It's not as bad as that. Not as bad as I've seen. It's. It's. Yeah. It's not as
2: bad as it used to be. Probably because the price of bitcoin hasn't been really doing too, too much just, lately I'm, um th- but the second the, uh, the test is going to come when the price starts to move yeah i know we don't talk oh, too man. much about price but the yeah. moment price starts to move either direction either up or down we're going to get a huge amount of fud and that's what we need to prepare for as as people because right now the waters are calm if you're st- barely entering into the space you haven't seen true fud yet you haven't seen the market react to some some stupid tweet that somebody had said at some point. And I think it was a
1: lot, you know, rockier just really a couple weeks ago. I mean, when we were in the, you know, not to discuss price, but, you know, we were in those, you know, high, low seven levels and high Mm -hmm. six levels. I mean, there were a lot of people, it's going to 3K, it's going to, you know, 5K, you know, it's Bitcoin's over, you know, Bitcoin's dying. I mean, there were a lot of people and it's funny just to kind of see just a little bit of positive price Price movement just kind of levels out, you know, everyone's emotions and thought process. It's just funny to, to look at.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I saw, uh, I saw on Yahoo. By the way, Yahoo still exists. Um, I saw on Yahoo uh, that right one, one right under the other, uh, Bitcoin is going down to three thousand, and then right, right under, right underneath it, Bitcoin expert predicts fifty
0: k price. You said <laughs> me that. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Quit your shit. Because what's happening is that. That's what's happening is like when the market goes up, those are the articles that, that they want to pump out and then when it's down, they got to pump the down ones. And then when it's down down, they're like, oh, here come the the booms coming soon. Yeah So it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna call it crypto World War II because we went through in 2017 towards the end before the, before you know the end of the year, this crazy influx of a new generation of people understanding or trying to like understand crypto. But all I remember is people saying ripple, ripple, ripple. <laughs> like literally on the street. Yeah. Oh, this guy's telling me buy Ripple. Here I am. I'm buying Ripple. Same yes. Thing. Fun time. Anyway, I I think it's getting better. I think as long as, you know, we're sticking to our guns, we're just going to keep pumping out, you know, we're going to ask the questions if there's an ICO that we're not sure of. That's our that's our job is to say, "Hey, we just have a question." And it's simply that. It's a question. You if you have an answer, give us an answer. If you don't, then it's it's questionable yeah so you know proof of utility stuff like that i don't know yeah. let me let me ask you this guy since you started your
2: podcast how how has your mindset and it's only been four months but how is your mindset towards cryptocurrency towards blockchain technology per, towards everything has it changed at all or has it just kind of reaffirmed what you had already thought
1: it, it's really funny it's it's really evolved um and it's deepened which is obviously very nice i feel like you know getting to talk to you know, the miners, the traders, the investors, you know, I get to see different perspectives, which really broadens my perspective and helps me, you know, develop. But um, it's funny, you know, I'll go one week, you know, thinking this and then listen to someone I really respect. The next week, say something different. And it's kind of hard because, you know, part of me says, well, you know, he's smart, you know, he's right. I'll listen to him. But then I also have to remember, you know, well, I heard a different perspective last week. So it's just kind of been challenging to balance the different perspectives, and then kind of you know mix all you know the different you know voices you know in my head, and just kind of form my own perspective. So it's been really interesting and cool to kind of adopt you know different sectors, you know different perspectives you know from the people I've interviewed.
0: That's yeah. I mean, I I think, I think that's the other side of the coin. Is like we're talking about FUD, but the the content creators, the social media. Uh, podcasting videos there can be a lot of positive stuff being sent out and there's tons of people that do and I'm not putting down anyone else on YouTube there's actually people on YouTube that I know personally mm-hmm. that put out some really interesting stuff yeah but there's yeah. a lot you know they, but, but but in trying to avoid the FUD yeah that's wow.
2: when your mindset start I feel starts to change and that's or at least trying to seek out because then I, I feel like you're making yourself a more educated person obviously uh, when you just dig a bit deeper, and yeah. that's how you really avoid the fud is by digging deeper. Yeah. Don't just stop at the headline, because yeah. even the headline could be misleading. Sure. So you got to get in. You got to just dig deep. Dig deep. Dig so, a uh,
0: Going back to uh, you, Sky. Uh, so you are, are you 18 right now? Is that right? Yes, 18.
1: <laughs> a- 18. So, so, we, you, so we can't take you seriously. So, that's <laughs> right. so first of all,
0: <laughs> you sound very mature. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool that you've started your own podcast. But there's some interesting things about what you do. You're going to college for uh, financial analysis. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Majoring in finance.
0: Which is really interesting. So now here we have a perspective of of someone about to go to college, knowing about crypto like you do for the the, the past few years and that you got to learn yourself by doing your own research and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is it... Like, what does it feel... What, how do you feel going into college with that knowledge, going into the finance realm? Like, uh, specifically, like, what...
2: Is this something that a lot of people around you are also doing also? Because... Is this something that, that a lot of your generation that you feel is getting more involved in just because of everything that's going on around, well, around you?
1: I mean, it's funny because, you know, a lot of my friends, the people who I'm close with have no idea, you know, what blockchain is, what crypto is. Um, you know, they're more focused on having fun, enjoying their high school years, going to college, you know, they're, they're focused on having a good time. Um, Some of my close friends, you know, who I work with, I've kind of introduced them to crypto, to Bitcoin. You know, they've heard a little bit, you know, they they know what Bitcoin is. They don't know about altcoins. They don't know about blockchain technology. But, you know, one of the really neat things I've found, um, you know, traveling a bit, I went to a conference in Raleigh this summer, you know, met a a buddy um, who's in college, you know, so similar age. And he, you know, he knew just as much as I did. You know, we had a lot of really cool, you know, just discussions about where we see the space going and, you know, what we see happening in the future of the space. So it's it's really interesting to see. I feel like there are a lot of young people. You know, something I, I talked about yesterday on the Crypto Commission podcast um, is how young people are so more advanced at actually using technology. You know, I mean, my little brother, who's 10, you know, can Snapchat, Instagram, you can, can do all this phone. <laughs> All this on his phone, you know, he can do more, you know, than my dad, who, say, has a college degree, you know, 40 years old. I mean, he, you know, he's sh- he should be able to do a lot more, obviously. But, you know, my little brother, who's just more adept, you know, more comfortable with technology, it's just really interesting to see how, you know, my generation, probably the 18 to 25, you know, kind of year range, is really comfortable with technology. And they're really adopting the idea of crypto, of decentralization, and, and really taking, you know take taking a hold of it
0: it's like a whole movement it's like a part of it's a part of like that generation now it's like oh this is cool this is cryptocurrency this is the new thing we don't want paper money like (laughs) our daddy and grandparents used so
2: so this brings up a good question um, because we discovered uh, Bitcoin we discovered cryptocurrency almost accidentally just through our everyday lives of using the internet or or some somehow um, Something along those lines. Now the internet. What about you? How did you at a young age learn about cryptocurrency? Because how long have you, have you known about this stuff for?
1: Yeah, so I started in October of last year. Um, and I started really taking it seriously uh, at the beginning of this year. Um, you know, doing my research, um, actually investing, trading, you know, really getting into it. But it actually all started... On well, another, you know, Twitter community, if you'd say sneaker Twitter, um, I used to have a business where I would buy and resell sneakers and clothing, Supreme, Jordans, Easy's. Uh, I know you guys are probably, um, you know, somewhat familiar with that. Um, I worked so, at finish
0: line in, in exactly.
1: high school. Exactly. So, so you, know. you, you know.
0: I was there for the eight, the Air Force One days.
1: <laughs> okay, when got it was it. Just crazy. He
0: could tell you, I could people, tell you some stories. People lost lives, man.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. I've, um, you know, I've had plenty of. Hey, you got sleep those Air Force, Force Ones? Oh, my
2: sleeveless. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. um, You're too young to have those. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: So (laughs) I know sneakers. Yeah, I actually started reselling in middle school, which is really funny. I've always kind of been a a younger entrepreneur, you know, business minded um, and really turned that into a business my junior year. So so a little over a year ago. But um, a friend of mine on sneaker Twitter started trading crypto. And I've always been interested in markets, you know, stock market mainly. And it really excited me. So, you know, I asked him, you know, hey, you know, what's this about? How can I get into it? You know, gave me a few tips, um, you know, showed me corn market cap, you know, a couple of different tools I could use to really research and get into it. And once I really got into it, I really fell in love. And I think really the main thing that captured me was just the huge amount of potential in the space, you know, how early it is. I mean, basically every person has their own you know, ability to be a venture capitalist, which is something you know, I've always loved, I've you know, always wanted to be. It basically gives you the ability to be your own venture capitalist, to invest in projects without a lot of you know, the boundaries that the normal stock market has. Um, and just the ability it has to change you know, the world, I think it has a huge chance to really change how business works. That's one of the sectors I'm very bullish on. So just seeing the potential it just really kind of captured me that's
0: cool that's that's a cool wait can you can it, I, yeah, can I backtrack about the sneaker Twitter yeah, um so do you mean is that a hashtag or was there is there an actual famous Twitter that's called
1: the sneaker Twitter? no there it's just literally just like um I feel like that was kind of an eighteen year old saying, literally It's just no, like, I'm uh, curious <laughs> it's just like crypto Twitter and the fact that there are figures oh who,
0: sneaker Twitter. Who bought
1: it. and, like, and sell shoes? It's it's just um, you know different use of the platform.
0: I understood that. I, I don't know. I'm oh uh, no no! <laughs> I guess I thought that you like meant that there was this like famous like Twitter called the sneaker Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But now, but now I looked up I looked up hashtag sneaker Twitter and there's some tweets about sneaker Twitter. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I have a different question though.
2: Okay, when did you start your first business? How old were you?
1: Um, first. Well, I actually started cutting grass. I mean, I started reselling eighth grade, um, so I was making you know, money in eighth grade. No. You know, maybe a hundred bucks gra- a weekend. Um, you were
2: cutting grass prior to that, or after? Or I was after cutting that. the
1: grass prior to that to get money to buy more shoes. Who who taught um, you this in high school? It, it was more just kind of. I've always really been interested in entrepreneurship. Um, I, I don't really know, you know, why or how. I guess it's just. Um, you know, kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm a big fan of his. It's just kind of a gene. Some people are just born entrepreneurs. Um, so I've just always been really entrepreneur-minded. And then I really started, you know, the first business. I had a website. Um, you know, networking was, you know, junior year went with the the sneaker business. So can
2: can I ask what kind of support your parents gave you on this?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, they were very supportive. Um, you know, my my dad really helped me. He's always been in the stock market. Um. And kind of supported you know my ventures my ideas so he would you know actually literally give me his credit card um on you know days where i would want to purchase maybe more shoes than i had the actual money to purchase and you know i would purchase the shoe on his card pay him back a week later make 50 bucks and you know we were both happy i would pay him a little commission fee and uh you know we were we were both happy (laughs) Oh
2: (laughs) oh my god you're uh you're pretty advanced so um I, i'm a father my, my daughter's one and i think about this a lot the reason why i'm also in in bitcoin uh and and crypto is because i believe that's going to be the future and that's what's going to probably help you guys um and really those that are younger than you as well yeah. uh um get out of the mess economically that i feel that we're in yeah um uh, but it seemed like you were put on a, on a very good track at a very young age so let me my, my question to you is how can I as a father now what what are what are some things that you would recommend for parents to tell their kids about cryptocurrency or to tell their kids about money in general What what is it that you wish you were told when I mean now you're really young now but what is what is it that you wish you were told growing as you were growing up
1: yeah, well, well, it's actually funny you mentioned that. My eight-year-old, you know, his brother, or my, excuse me, my eight-year-old brother, his favorite there crypto you go. <laughs> is NEO. Like, wow, ten-year-old father. <laughs> my uh, my eight-year-old brother's his his favorite crypto is NEO. So it's funny he, yes. um, he he's heard me talk about it. You know, it's just so funny. Um, you know, young people, their ability to learn. But I think as far as answering your question, I would maybe take it outside of crypto just a little bit, um, out of bounds just a bit. I think the most important thing to teach um, that younger generation, that eight to you know fifteen year old range, is actually how to manage money and how to create wealth, you know, how to create money, literally starting a business, you know, you know whatever avenue that may be, investing, you know whatever avenue that may be, and and there's certain obstacles that younger people face. You have to be this age to have a PayPal, this age to have a bank account, you know, whatever. But you know, I mean, there there are ways to get around that, you know, using your family's help. Um, but it's yeah. something the schools don't teach. They don't teach us how to actually manage money. We, you know, I, I left high school not knowing how to balance a checkbook or do my. I can't. I can't do my taxes. I have no clue how to do taxes.
2: I, I, I'll. I'll tell you this. Neither can we. So, and we're we got a decade and a half over you, so I agree. That's all stuff that we should have learned. Yeah, at a younger age.
1: And they teach us, you know, the Pythagorean theorem and, and all this, you know, crazy stuff that that most people who aren't specialized in that category in that subject are never going to use. It's just really interesting, and it's something. That's hey, all man, mind. I just used
0: Pythag yesterday, right? <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Yeah, him, no, him, people in kidding. the know call it Pythag. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that kind of tells me you probably didn't use it. No. Yeah. But, um, but it's just so interesting, um, and it's something I was reading, The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, this summer, and it really changed Jesus, by...
2: you're 18 and you're reading these books.
1: <laughs> I actually really 18. enjoy reading, and I'm... I only read business books now, which is probably Ooh. not a good thing. <laughs>
2: all your imagination is gone bro (laughs) yeah
1: it's funny I you know when I was younger I'd be in the back of the car and just go through a 300 page book um Percy Jackson if if any of you guys know um, that book series was my favorite I crushed it in a couple weeks um in like fifth grade which is kind of funny but um yeah it's just really you know back getting back on topic I I think someone needs to And it's something I'm interested in doing, develop a platform or a schooling system to teach young people who are interested in entrepreneurship and even just the average, you know, guy or girl, how to manage money, how to create money, how to invest in real estate, how to invest in cryptocurrency, how to invest in the stock. I mean, how to diversify a portfolio, you know, all these things that I really don't think people focus on. They just say, you know, I'm going to go to high school, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to work a nine to five you know, I'm going to try to get a raise or get a bonus, and then I'm going to be set. But in reality, they're making someone else rich. You know, they're not really enjoying their lives. They're working for someone else. And maybe, you know, other people do enjoy that, but that's just not, you know, how I was wired. So that's something I'm interested in um, and, you know, I would really think would be beneficial to our country if they would actually implement, you know, that sort of stuff into the schooling system.
2: Yeah, I agree. That's definitely how I'm wired as well. I don't – I kind of – I can't work my butt off knowing that somebody above me is making an, an increment, like a, an exponential amount yeah, <laughs> more than what I'm, I'm making. For and the nobody, same
1: nobody tells, you know, younger kids that. So they grow up and do the same thing their parents do, which is, is a little sad in my mind.
2: Excellent. Thank you for that.
0: I needed that advice. Yeah. My dad <laughs> was a podiatrist and I said, I'm not looking to have feed for the rest of my life. <laughs> Smart, By the way, just uh, just wanted to uh, share with you some sneaker Twitter hashtag tweets I found here. Okay, <laughs> so He's obsessed now. You uh, got him down this big path. Uh, Zaref on Twitter says, "I miss early 2017 sneaker Twitter," which that I was thought was hilarious. Prime.
1: That was my prom. That was my It really it really got old. It really di- kind of died but that, out. Um, that's
0: funny because it sounds like a tw- that was what someone would saying in, tw- in yeah, crypto.
1: it's really similar. It's I think it honestly helped me. Because I grew a following on sneaker Twitter It's something I've actually never really discussed or thought about. I think it helped me being in sneaker Twitter, growing a following actually helped me with I the podcast, this. helped me grow a following on you know crypto Twitter, which is just interesting to think about:
0: So a uh, dead stock exchange said we all like sneakers, we all talk to each other on Twitter. We are great sneaker Twitter. We follow each
1: other, I worked with uh dead stock exchange someone nice shout out. yeah.
0: How about Dead Lace? Do you know Dead Lace? Yes, yes, he's. All uh, right, so he my said. My goodness. Dead Lace said this sneaker Twitter network is full of young businessmen and entrepreneurs. Yep. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw this uh,
2: piece on the Daily Show uh, on the underground sneaker reselling world,
0: and must people be amazing. people treat it like crypto kitties. <laughs> but except these are real tangible sneakers yeah, exactly. that you put on your feet. Do you wear your sneakers, <laughs> or do you keep them like real clean?
1: Um, I do both. I have some shoes that I've never touched um, and some that I wear every day. But the sad part in it, I was just looking at my collection. My collection's probably dropped in half since I got into crypto um, just because I wanted to invest all the money I had in crypto. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I just wanted to uh, I just wanted to sh- I thought that would be fun. Uh, now I know what Sneaker Twitter is. Yep. Excellent. That's awesome, man. Uh, So I think we've kind of like, do you have, I guess, no, actually, I think we should just like move right into it. Daniel, do you have something to share with uh, Sky?
2: Yeah, Sky, we just want to know. On our show, we play a very special game known as Shitcoin or Pokemon. Okay?
1: I'm ready for it.
2: So we want to know, do you want to play
0: this game?
1: Absolutely. I'll tell you the rules. No
0: question. I'll tell you the, here's the rules real quick. The rules are pretty simple. There are 14 guesses. Uh, We will say a shitcoin or Pokemon. You have to guess if they are a shitcoin or Pokemon. It's going to be one word. Uh, You have 14 chances to get it all right. If you get 14 in a row, you win. No one's won. Uh, Our leaderboard right now is Bitcoin Bella at 12. Wow. Me me personally at 10. Uh, Crypto Breakfast is at 9. Crypto Stash is at 7. And BitBoy uh is at six leaving you uh to play are you ready to play daniel are you gonna get ready to do it uh absolutely
2: (laughs) welcome to shitcoin or pokemon ladies and gentlemen all i gotta do is say a name you tell me if it is a shitcoin or a pokemon here we go the first one up is budbo
1: i'm gonna go shitcoin
2: correct
1: nice one next
2: one relax
1: uh pokemon
2: Incorrect. Shitcoin, <laughs> sir. Shitcoin. Lyron. Lyron. Pokemon. Correct. Two right. Manectric.
1: Pokemon again. Correct. Nice three. Seer. I'm gonna go Pokemon again. Shitcoin.
2: <laughs> Beacon.
1: Shitcoin. Correct. Four. Motham. Pokemon
2: Correct Five Lusario
1: Ooh, I'll say shit coin.
2: Pokemon uh,
1: Comet Um Pokemon
2: Shitcoin uh, <laughs> I'm struggling <laughs> Rotom.
1: Uh Shitcoin
2: Pokemon <laughs>
0: Fujinto
1: Pokemon.
2: (laughs) Shitcoin. By the way,
0: I do not know these beforehand, so Daniel, (laughs) I'm blown away. Octinox.
1: Shitcoin.
2: Correct.
0: That's six. (laughs) Trinkle. Uh,
1: Pokemon. (laughs) Correct.
0: That's seven.
1: Leviar. Uh, Pokemon.
0: Shitcoin.
2: Excellent job. You got 50%, right? If that was a test in high school, you would have failed and not gone to West Virginia.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> you, however, have tied uh, crypt- the crypto stash for what looks to be fourth place. Okay. So we will see. But you beat BitBoy, unfortunately, because <laughs> he had the lowest at six. As Sorry, As long BitBoy. as I'm
1: not last, that makes me feel a
0: little better. <laughs> well, a W is a W. That's how <laughs> we say it. Yes, actually, uh, uh, if everything goes as planned, we're supposed to have Allcoin Sarah on Thursday. Um, and she's going to be competing as well. So okay. Bitcoin Bella getting 12 out of 14 is incredible as of now. It was a supernatural feat. S- Sky, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed uh, playing. It. I hope your audience enjoys Shitcoin or Pokemon because we love doing it. Yeah, Definitely. so where can our audience find you?
1: Yeah, so the main hub is obviously Twitter at the Crypto Sky. Um, I'm also on it under the same you know, name at the Crypto Sky. My podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as my website. Um, the website is thecryptosky.com. I have all my articles, all my podcasts on there. The link is actually in my Twitter channel. Um, so those are a couple ways you can you know, find me. Feel free to reach out via DM, via email, thecryptosky at gmail.com. If you have any questions, um, you know, anything you want to talk about, I love interacting with people in this space and you know, helping people get up and running, helping people with problems they may have, or simply just answering questions or just having a good time and talking. So uh, you know, that's how you can get in contact with me. What about you guys?
0: Well, uh, you can find us at, uh, obviously, our podcast is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, we will be on Stitcher soon, but those are our main three. Yeah, you um, type in Coin Boys uh, And they're at uh, the Coinboys. You can find us at the Coinboys podcast Twitter. We are on Instagram at the Coinboys cast, but uh, pretty much we have our website as well, thecoinboys.com. Uh, we release episodes every Monday. We also do votes for the Coin of the Show. So if you're interested, we have our August vote for uh, four cryptocurrencies that will be going up for our August research episode, which is our Coin of the Show. It's kind of our flagship episode. Uh, you know, Drop us uh, a line at thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. Uh, we we love getting emails. We love getting tweets. So, uh, and my personal Twitter is producer BTW, And Daniel, I'm at d 84 And dude, uh, I hope that we could uh, do episode two of the crypto skyboys because Definitely. I think that was a cool merge. Yeah, let us know what college crypto life is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> if you guys send virtual beer pong parties, that'd be so awesome. Sky, I want to thank <laughs> your audience
0: for uh, for listening to us and stuff, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and,
1: uh, yeah. Same to you guys.
0: All right, uh, take it easy, man. See you around. See you soon.